Hi, I'm Michael Weber, Artistic Director of Chicago's Porchlight Music Theater, premiering on the Armed Forces Radio Network February 15, 1945, Dick Tracy in B-flat was one of the greatest special events that ever occurred during the golden age of network radio. Arguably the most successful effort in which popular and patriotic screen and radio entertainers served the troops was through the Armed Forces Radio Service. The service created 125 productions a week during the war. The troops received basic programming of news and popular radio programs, plus the special command performance USA shows created by Louis G. Cowan. MC Ken Carpenter announced each week's command performance broadcast by introducing, quote, the greatest entertainers in America as requested by you, the servicemen and women of the United States Armed Forces throughout the world, presented this week and every week until it's over, over there, unquote. Carpenter's opening was followed by George M. Cohan's instrumental, Over There. A rotating group of actors, comedians, and singers pre-recorded each week's show in a Hollywood recording studio. The recording was later pressed onto records that were distributed overseas to 440 remote radio outlets in 47 foreign countries. The brilliance of the command performance broadcasts was their wide variety of popular artists. Armed Forces Radio scored a major hit with its broadcast of the first comic strip operetta, Dick Tracy in B-flat. Unlike previous shows, which were recorded in the studio, the Tracy extravaganza was recorded live. The cast gathering at the Shrine Auditorium in Los Angeles included Bing Crosby as Dick Tracy, Bob Hope as Flat Top, Cast Daly as Gravel Gertie, Frank Sinatra as Shaky, Dinah Shore as Tess Trueheart, Judy Garland as Snowflake Falls, the Andrews Sisters as the Summer Sisters, May, June, and July, Frank Morgan as Vitamin Flintheart, Jerry Colonna as Chief Brandon, Harry Von Zell as Judge Hooper, and Jimmy Durante as The Mole. This stellar lineup appeared with a full chorus before the Armed Forces Radio Orchestra, conducted by Major Meredith Wilson, who later gained fame as the composer and lyricist of The Music Man. Subtitled, For Goodness Sakes, Isn't He Ever Going to Marry Tess Trueheart?, the show satirized the investigative exploits of the moralizing Dick Tracy in light of his steady avoidance of his true love and relentlessly pokes fun at Dick Tracy's old-fashioned values. With the assistance of Jack Brooks and Gilbert and Sullivan, the lyrics of several popular tunes were changed to fit the show. Here on the February 15, 1945 episode of Command Performance are too many of the top stars of Broadway and Hollywood to name all in one big musical show, Dick Tracy in B-flat. <laughs> Thank you. 
Entertainments, USA. The greatest entertainers in America is requested by you, the men and women in the United States Armed Forces throughout the world. Command Performance, presented this week and every week till it's over over there. Okay there, gang, this is Harry Bonzel reminding you that it's time to join us once again for another session dedicated to answering your request to Command Performance, Armed Forces Radio, Los Angeles, USA. Now, it's come to our attention that a lot of you guys have been reading comic books while our shows are on. Now, we realize that you men and women in the Army, Navy, Coast Guard, and Marines can do exactly as you please at any time. <laughs> but uh, Command Performance hates to lose any listeners. We're really very jealous that way. So for you guys who like comic strips, tonight we're going to devote our entire time to a real super-duper, two-fisted He-Man thriller. One of your real big favorites, Dick Tracy. <laughs> I think Command Performance has assembled the greatest cast of Honest Joes, thieves, murderers, and cutthroats in radio history. Here they are in the order of their appearance. No applause, please. Dick Tracy. Mr. Bing Crosby. Tess Trueheart. Miss Dinah Shore. Oh, Judge Hooper. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> the police chief. Mr. Jerry Colonna. Flat top. Mr. Robert Hope. <laughs> Vitamin Flintheart. Mr. Frank Morgan. <laughs> the Summer Sisters. Miss Andrew Sisters. The Mole. Mr. James Durante, Esquire. <laughs> Little Snowflake. Miss Judy Garland. Shaky. Master Frankie Sinatra. <laughs> Gravel Gertie. Miss Cass Daly. <laughs> and so it's on with the first comic strip operetta of all time, Dick Tracy in B-flat, or... For goodness sakes, isn't he ever going to marry Tess Trueheart? <laughs> Ready, maestro. Overture. Jesse and the brave Dick Tracy 
This is the house. There is Tess Trueheart's window. Would that I were a bird so that I could perch upon her sill. Oh, Tess! Tess Trueheart! No answer. I'll sing our love song. Mayhap she will hear me and come to her window. Whose dream are you? Where is your cloud? Where are your wings? Why is my heart hearing things like the sigh of Sinatra? <laughs> Whose dream are you? Can you be loved? Can you be kissed? Or will you fade like the mist in the sky? Tell me have you come true? Are you here in my arms? Could a dream love ever seem half so divine? Darling, whose dream are you? Maybe someday you will reveal that you are no dream. You're Bringing song to my boudoir. It is I, Dick Tracy. <laughs> How I love your square-cut chin. I'll come down and let you in. Hiya, Dick. Give me some skin. Thank you, scad Tess Trueheart. <laughs> well, the big day, huh, Tess? We're finally going to get married. Yes, Dick, and this time you better go through with it. I've waited 13 years to get married, and you keep putting it off. Well, honey, some big crime keeps coming up, and I have to dash out and solve it. In 1941, it was 88 Keys. In 1942, it was Mrs. Pruneface. And in 1944... Wait a minute, what happened to 1943? Very interesting year. My laundry came back. <laughs> But I know I don't have to worry about you, Tess Trueheart, because your heart is true. My heart will always be true, but if we don't get married pretty soon, the rest of me may stray a little. Now, steady there, gal. Steady, steady. Tonight's the night. Tell me, where are the wedding guests? The wedding guests are assembled in the parlor, even now. The summer sisters are gathered around the spinet, and Vitamin Flintheart is gathered around the punch bowl. Methinks Vitamin has drunk too freely of the four roses. How can you tell? His nose is broken out into small bouquets. <laughs> I disapprove of that. Why aren't men more like me? I don't drink, I don't smoke, and I don't gamble. Oh, please. Please don't tell me any more of your faults. We're getting married tonight. <laughs> Come, Tess, let us join the merry throng and get on with the nuptials. I will fling open the door. Oh, shut up. At last, the moment has come. Tess Trueheart, do you take this man to be your lawful wedded husband? I do. Richard Tracy. Do you take this woman to be your lawful wedded wife? I do. Oh, at last. 
I now pronounce you man and no bean juice. Blasted interruptions. Always interrupted. I get that dank and torn out. Excuse me, darling. Oh, Richard. Hello, Tracy at this end. Hello, police chief on this end. Well, that takes care of both ends. <laughs> what is it, Chief? At 3.30 this afternoon, the first national bank was robbed. And the crooks got away with $3,468.77. $3,468.77? Are you positive? Just a minute. I'll count it again. <laughs> Chief, this sounds very suspicious. You weren't in on the deal, were you? That's ridiculous. I wouldn't do anything crooked. Well, okay, Dick Tracy's on the job. And all I can say is that whoever held up the First National Bank better get out of town. Well, I'll go home and pack. <laughs> Tess, I must be off. Oh, Richard, this is terrible. Left at the altar again. Why do you not renounce your ceaseless pursuit of evildoers? For better by far if you opened up a live bait store in Death Valley. <laughs> Don't go. Ah, oh, but I must. I owe it to society. I must be off to do a job. I can only stay a minute. I'm off to pinch a crooked mob and everyone else that's in it. How I dread the chance you take. How I hope for your escape. And each night I'll stay away till you're safe returning. Thank you, dear, but never fear. They'll never get old Dick Tracy. When I get back, we'll hire a hack. Go and hear Count Basie. Ah, uh, my hero has no fears as that fatal moment nears. Let me hold you by the ears. They're so strong and flappy. There'll be no mush. I've got a rush. I'm heading for the station. So save your smacks and pat on the back till I get my vacation. He's off to fight with all of his might. This wonderful guy, Dick Tracy. A lonely test remains in a mess with Ashley and Bolacey. It was a good phone With a long extension Did you see what I mean is I know it was a good phone I had a friend He was a good friend I told my friend about my phone Cause I thought he was a good friend What relief Didn't I have my man Then the chief Phoned us and the phone began Ain't got no man Ain't got no friend I'll bet you can guess Just exactly what happened My 
friend works for the telephone company. That was the end, the end of my friend, the end of my phone, and darn near the end of me. Jig is up. Reach for the ceiling. It's Dick Tracy, you swine. Hmm. That's funny. Nobody here. <laughs> the First National Bank is empty. Drop that gun and turn around, Tracy. If that voice belongs to who I think it does, I may never turn around. <laughs> what a pleasure. I've always wanted to have a gun in this guy's back. Yeah, and you can pull it up a little, too. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to blow your brains out. <laughs> now drop that gun and turn around. All right. You guessed it, Tracy. I'm fun that egg-shaped head of yours. <laughs> Well, now that you got me flat top, what are you going to do with me? <laughs> You're not going to like this at all. <laughs> You'll probably hate every minute of it. <laughs> You're really going to get the full treatment, Dad. <laughs> oh, it's going to happen to you. Well, what's going to happen? I'd like to laugh a little, too. Mm, I'm going to put you in the vault, pour a pitcher of cream over your head, and then throw in a tiger with a rough tongue. <laughs> Dick Tracy fears not your threats. The author will find a way out. Well, you'll never get out of this vault, you marble-headed hero. First, I'll close the steel door. Now I'll twirl the combination. And now I'll slide in the bolt. There. Hey, Junior, you forgot something. I'm still on the outside. All right, get in this one. Fool with me, eh? I may look like I'm not much, but I am. Some people forget that I'm the top I'm the vicious flat top I'm the top Got it in for that cop I'm a naughty boy I'm the pride and joy of sin So I sank my claws in old droopy drawers And locked him in I'm a jerk And the people love it Never work And I'm right proud of it I have lots of fun When my water gun goes pop So if you want someone flattened Call Flat Top turned out to be. No, 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 no. Don't fret, Miss True Hearts, my little rum blossom. Forsooth, <laughs> <laughs> I see not what you want with that flat foot when I, the pride of the Flint Hearts, am available. Well, Mr. Flint Heart, I hate to say this, but you're so much older than I am. Older? Bah! Age is in the mind. I hope. <laughs> 
They don't call me vitamin for nothing. Why, Mr. Flintheart, I'm shocked to hear you talk like that. And after the nice things I've heard about you from some of the other girls. The girls are saying nice things about me? Oh, yes. I must be getting older than I thought. <laughs> but, my dear, you don't realize the glamour that surrounds the life of an actor. I'll never forget my last appearance in Pooped Out, Nebraska. <laughs> Let me tell you about myself, Miss Trueheart, and the glorious life I lead. A wandering actor, I, my life is interurban. I drink a lot of bourbon to wash down my vitamin pills. My better days were spent behind the lights and grease paint, though I'm half shot, my heart ain't. I've got much more pep than Sinatra Because of my capsules And my vitamin pills A, B, B, 1, C, D, E, and G they're my vitamin pills. Well, I must say that... <laughs> Mr. Flintheart, that's very interesting, but... Okay, let's get on with it. Papa's back. Dick! Dick, what kept you? That rat flat top. He stripped off all my clothes and left me in a locked bank vault in my long underwear. How did you manage to escape? Through the trap door in the back. <laughs> well, everybody, let's get on with the wedding, huh? <laughs> oh, happy, 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 this is one jam he'll never get out of. Now, Richard Tracy, do you take this woman to be your lawful wedded wife? I do. And do you, Tess Trueheart, take this man to be your lawful wedded husband? I do. Good. Then I pronounce you man and... Well, I'll be a second lieutenant. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Tracy. Chief of Police speaking. I want to ask you a question. What is it? When you pick up a suspicious character, isn't it customary to frisk them? Sure, you always frisk them. See, what did I tell you, madam? Now hold still. <laughs> Chief, did you interrupt my wedding just for that? Certainly not, Tracy. I've got terrible news. Snowflake has just been kidnapped. Snowflake? 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 Yeah, it must be a blizzard. <laughs> Well, I'll get on this case right away, Chief. There's the only one man who could have done something as dastardly as this. The mole. I must find that blackguard and wring the truth out of him. Oh, Richard, you're not going to leave me at the altar again. I've been dreaming of settling down in an ivy-covered cottage and raising a family. Four girls. You got the wrong boy, but hold on to your corsage. <laughs> I'll be right back, Tess. Who's there? Who's there? 
is this the subterranean entrance to the home of that villainous gopher? Yes, better known as the hole of the mole. <laughs> mole, I've come here to ask you a question. I don't know where to get cigarettes either. <laughs> now, you can't wiggle out of this one, Mole. But I'm telling you, I had nothing to do with Snowflake's disappearance. Uh-huh. I said nothing about Snowflake's disappearance. How did you know she was missing? I seen it in the newsreel. It hasn't been in the newsreel. I read it in the papers. It hasn't been in the papers. I heard it on the radio. It hasn't been on the radio. I wish they'd hurry up with that television. <laughs> Confess, Mole, if you had something to do with this dastardly kidnapping. I got a perfect alibi. At the exact time of the kidnapping, I can provide six witnesses who will swear that they saw me at a table of a well-known restaurant. You've got a perfect alibi? At the exact time of the kidnapping, you can provide six witnesses who will swear that they saw you at the table of a well-known restaurant? This man has quoted me for batting. <laughs> Well, if you're not a criminal, why do you live in this underground hideout? I'll tell you, gumshoe. Oh, the folks call me the moat. Cause I dug myself a hole. Ho, 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 ho. And I live down there. A reaction. <laughs> oh, my nose requires more room. So I dug an extra tomb, ho, 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 and it lives down there. That's why they turned me down for OCS. <laughs> oh, there isn't anything finer than living down in a mine below, 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 beetly ho, ho, ho. That's where the worm hangs out. Everybody wants to get into the accident. Oh, the folks think that I am a nut. They say I am in a rut. Ho, 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 cause I live down there. I'll take it. You'll squeal on the kidnappers. I'll see to it. You get special consideration. I am no rat. I'll see that the police don't bother you. I am no rat. Well, I'll give you a million dollars reward. That's the cheese I've been waiting for. <laughs> I'll tell you all. Snowflake is up in Flat Top's apartment. Even now, he's plying a wood bubbling champagne. If I know Flat Top, it's Spike Seven Up. <laughs> but thanks for the tip. I'm off to Flat Top's apartment, and God zooks, I hope I'm in time. <laughs> <laughs> Come over here, Snowflake. I'm going to tie you up with this rope. That rope? You wouldn't take advantage of a poor, defenseless girl, would you? She doesn't know me very well. Please, please, Flat Top, I beseech you to release me. Nothing doing. I only release them when they're over 38. <laughs> Flat Top, I appeal to you on bended knee. Kid, you appeal to me in any position. <laughs> your mother say if she saw you acting this way? I never had a mother. What would your father say? Nothing. He never had a mother either. 
Listen, Snowflake, how about you and I teaming up? Oh, don't be silly. I promised my hand to Vitamin Flintheart. Give it to him. It's the resty I want. <laughs> <laughs> what about it, Snowflake? Will you marry me? Oh, no. What would I want with anyone with such a flat top? Flat top? <laughs> it's your joke. <laughs> but at least if I you were twins, <laughs> at you. least at least if you were twins, I could use you for a bookend. <laughs> I don't get sassy, Snowflake. I'm a tough guy. See, I'll show you how strong I am. Watch me rip this telephone book in half. You couldn't. Just watch. Now for the next page. <laughs> Please, please, Flat Top, let me go. These ropes are pressing against my flesh. I can always replace them with me. <laughs> uh, me proud beauty, I've got you over a barrel. <laughs> yes, you have got me over a barrel. I wait for a music cue If Miss Pons can sing her dances Grabbing asps and drinking poison wine How can I refuse to sing a song for you? strong for you. When you go away, I'm going along for you. Won't you please encourage me with just a word or two? Do, do. You're so repulsive. Oh, you needn't say you love me for. I'm pretty sure you don't. Don't you? I'll go along for you. I'll do a wrong for you because I'm awfully strong for you. Honestly, little girl. <laughs> This is Porchlight Music Theater Marketing and Communications Director, Mike Porto. If you value programming like this, please consider making a donation today at porchlightmusictheater.org. We appreciate your consideration and hope you enjoy the show. Open up, open up, flat top, open up before I break the door down. My boy, what do you mean, Flat Top? This is Tess Trueheart's house. Flat Top's house is in the opposite direction. 
You've been driving backwards. Oh, it's my own fault. I put serutan in the gas tank. <laughs> You mean to say you've been driving in reverse all day? In California, who notices it? Well, I'll get flat top later, but where are the wedding guests? What happened to everybody? Now, my boy, we must be brave about it. They couldn't wait any longer. They had tickets to a Sinatra broadcast. First it's flat top, now I'm having trouble with flat chest. (laughs) See, the place is deserted. There's nothing left but a table loaded with presents. Look under the table. I'm loaded, too. <laughs> Good old vitamin. You're the only one who stayed with me. <clears throat> I'll be gone soon. <clears throat> I can't believe that Tess Trueheart has run out on me. She knows I left her at the altar 13 times. Oh, Tess. Could there be somebody else? Hmm? Whose dream are you? Where is your cloud? Where are your wings? Why is my heart hearing things like the sigh of you know who? Whose dream are you? Can you be loved? Can you be kissed? Or will you fade like the mist in the sky? Tell me, have you come true? Are you here in my arms? Could a dream love ever seem half so divine? Darling, whose dream are you? Maybe someday you will reveal that you are no dream. Heartbroken. Fate has dealt me a most horrible blow. What else can happen to me now? Plenty, Tracy. Who's that? I'm flat top and I got a gun in your back. Stick him up. I'm the mole. Stick him up. <laughs> I'm the chief of police. Stick him up. Chief? Why are you sticking me up? I like to be on the winning side. <laughs> this is the end of the trail for you, Tracy. Yeah, you're through. There's a block of cement over your head. It's going to fall at the count of three. Then we're going to pour gasoline over you and put a match to it. After that, we're going to take what's left of you and put you in a bone-crushing machine. And then to top it all, we're going to cover you with rattlesnakes. Egad. Egad, I wonder what Superman would do in a spot like this. And so we leave you until next week. One week later. Perhaps you were wondering how Dick Tracy got out of his terrible predicament last week. As you may recall, when last seen, the mole and Flattop had him under a concrete block and were getting ready to release the rattlesnakes and set fire to him. How did he get out of it? He forced himself. (laughs) And I'm happy to say... I'm happy to say that the next voice you hear will be that of Mr. Tracy himself. Hi there, Vitamin. Oh, hello there, Dickie boy. Quite a party you're having. Well, Vitamin, I don't get married every week. Well, of course not. 
Couldn't get married every week. It'd be awful. Another honeymoon, another girl. Man couldn't. How could he possibly... What am I saying? <laughs> It'd be great. Hello, Mr. Tracy. Hello, Mr. Tracy. Hi. Well, if it isn't the summer sisters and their sister. Girls, shake hands with vitamin Flintheart. Don't shake too hard with all those pills in him. It'll sound like a crap game. <laughs> well, it's delightful to meet you girls. The summer sisters, eh? Which is which? I'm May. I'm June. I'm July. July? Where'd you come from? I came right ahead of my brother, August. Well. <laughs> You're for me, July. You're the hottest. <laughs> Control yourself, Vitamin. You're breaking out in capsules. By the way, did you see all the nice presents the bride got? Oh, yes. She has a very large trousseau. Yes, she has a very large trousseau. Yes, she ought to wear a girdle. <laughs> Well, the girl's been sitting around for 13 years, waiting to get married. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm sure glad you could come to the wedding. Oh, we wouldn't have missed it for anything, Mr. Tracy. And that's not all. The summer sisters are enemies of crime in the winter or apple blossom time. My name is June. July doesn't rhyme, but it finishes up the tune. We are singing on Tracy's wedding day. Look, the wedding is about to begin. Shut up! <laughs> Blasted musings. <clears throat> now, let's get after it. You, Richard Tracy, take this woman to be your lawful wedded wife. I do. Good. Do you test your heart? Take this man to be your lawful wedded husband. I do. At last, I get my two bucks. I now pronounce you man and... What, no telephone? Well, no. good. I now pronounce you man and... Oh, nuts! <laughs> I'll get it, I'll get it. Hello? Yes, who? Oh, no, no. <laughs> Haven't you run out of slugs yet? Listen, Dick, did you tell me to stop a robbery on the corner of Hollywood and Vine? No, no, Chief, I said Sunset and Vine. Oh, sorry, gentlemen, go right ahead. <laughs> Look, now, here. I'm very busy, I'm getting married. Come to the point. There's terrible news again, Tracy. Remember a crook named Shaky? Sure, I put Shaky in jail. Well, he shook loose. <laughs> Look, Tracy, I'm calling from a phone booth in a drugstore. I hate to say this, but Shaky just held it up. He's already killed 13 people. Killed 13 people? Yes. Ten customers, the proprietor, the janitor, and a guy who dropped in for a small Coke. No ice. <laughs> well, don't worry, Chief. I'll capture that scoundrel or my name ain't... Uh...
is the place. Hey, Tracy, a word with you, my noble dick. Oh, it's the mole. What do you want? When do I get to rub somebody out? Later. Get back in that manhole. <laughs> Drugstore. I'll sneak up behind him. Now I've got you. Aha! You murderous villain. Reach for the sky. Wait, Tracy, it's me. <laughs> Pardon me, Chief. Pardon me. I'm sorry. Where's, uh, where's Shaky? He's over at the counter having a bullet with an egg in it. Oh, I couldn't see him behind that straw. <laughs> Go out and cover the back door, Chief. I'll deal with Shaky. Right. Now, I hate to be mercenary, but there's a $5,000 award for Shaky alive. And a $5,000 award for Shaky dead. In his condition, I'll hit the jackpot. <laughs> All right, Shaky, the jig is up. Get off that stool. Just a minute, copper, till I finish this mall. <laughs> oh, fine, he fell in. Climb out of there, Shaky, and start talking. Don these jumbo straws, they suck back. <laughs> Shaky, you're going on a long, long trip, a one-way trip. And there's bad news at the end of it. Just because your head looks like a crystal ball, don't be telling fortunes. Hold the phone. What are you talking about? Dick Tracy has a beautiful head of hair. Well, he should have lent it to you tonight. <laughs> now, listen. Listen, you pipe cleaner and suspenders. <laughs> Justice is caught up with you. You better talk and talk fast. Why did you kill ten people in this drugstore? Because they aggravated me. Why did they aggravate you? They were alive. It was maddening. <laughs> All of them sitting there around me, breathing. You're just a jealous rat, and I'm going to see that you get what's coming to you. Oh, darn you. <laughs> you are a brute, and I'm sure of one thing. You spoil my fun before I've begun. You have that certain gruesome something I sure do wish that you didn't have a gun Mikey, you know. <clears throat> But you're a naughty one You should be hung You mean for the crimes I've done For the songs I've sung About 50-50, it's a joke <laughs> Someday I'll rub you out, believe me, but till then I've got you in my clutch. Well, brother, you ain't clutching much. <laughs> Okay, I'm taking you down to the station house, and it's such a nice night. Let's walk. If you're walking, Tracy, I'm going piggyback. <laughs> not on this piggyback, you're not. Now, come on, quit stalling. All right, copper, I'm right behind you. Drop your gun. <laughs> Boy, am I glad to see you, flat top. Shut up, small timer. <laughs> what do you mean, small timer? I just bumped off 12 people. You couldn't bump off 12 termites in the lumber yard. <laughs> All right, wise guy. How many did you knock off today? None I knocked off today. <laughs> You certainly went by way of Dubuque to knock that one off. <laughs> Shut up, copper. I'm going to bump you off. Don't shoot, Flat Top. This guy may be useful to us. He's got a ear to the ground, you know. That ain't all that's dragging. <laughs> 
I said maybe we can do business with this guy. Every man has his price. Yeah, maybe you're right. Listen, Tracy, how would you like to make some easy money? Honestly? Cross my black heart, it's a cinch. <laughs> I shall pretend to take their filthy bribe and by so doing, round up the entire gang. I might be willing to talk business with you, Blackstaff. <laughs> if my cut of the swag is big enough. Good, then it's a deal. All right, let's shake on it. I'm tired of shaking. Let's see. <laughs> Shaky and flat top. <laughs> I'll make justice win. Please don't fence us in. Gracie. Shaky. Flat top. We're, We're just, just two little sheep that lost our way around. I'll <laughs> keep you locked in jail, no matter how you pound and pound. Oh, what are we to do? Listen, Muggs, you're through. Tracy, a shaky and flat top. <laughs> hey, flat top, what did you do with Snowflake? I had the mole take her down to Gravel Gertie's gravel pit. Let's all go out there. Just a second, Tracy. You ain't got any ideas about pinching anybody, have you? No, just Snowflake. Really, I'm one of you now. I'd even step on her foot if you wanted me to. Would you twist her arm? Yeah, would you punch her in the nose? Yes. And may the district attorney forgive me. <laughs> Okay, but no tricks now. I'll be watching you. Good. Let us away. Speeding toward the same destination is another car. Leave us see who is in it. Ah, oh, woe is me, woe is me. Helpless in the foul clutches of the mole. Just a minute, slow fake. My clutch... <laughs> Just a minute, slow flake. My clutch may slip a little, but it ain't foul. <laughs> Besides, I do not mean you any harm, comely wrench. <laughs> then why is this big coil of rope beside me? We gotta smoke something, don't we? <laughs> I told Flat Top and Shaker to drive out here, too. Wouldn't it be funny if we all got here at the exact same time? You know, ask silly questions, you get silly answers. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, this was a hot car anyway, and it's a cinch theirs was too. Hey, more. Why don't you watch where you're driving? I put my hand out. Well, here it is. <laughs> and may I return your windshield wiper? Let go, that's me. Wait, look! Wait! Wait, look! What is this monster crawling out from behind the rock? Gravel <laughs> dirty. Well, hiya, folks! How you all doing, boy? Come on! My name is Slow Snowflake. <laughs> and, and if you don't let me go, I'll call the cops. Uh, you hear that, Tracy? He's gonna call the cops. Ha, yak, yak. Yeah. <laughs> what? You, Dick Tracy? 
that represents all that's clean and honest has turned viper. Just a minute ago, I was a windshield viper. <laughs> you know, you know, for that, I ought to bash your head in with my mandolin. That's what I ought to do. Say, Gertie, you look pretty good tonight. Yeah, I think I look awful. The laundry put too much starch in my hair. <laughs> I think it's beautiful. I'd like to run through it barefooted. <laughs> you got the... You got the feet that can stand it. Come on, sit on my knee, Molly, and I'll serenade you with a mandolin. Tell me all about yourself, Chrissy. With my high-pitched tonsils and my low-heeled shoes and my long hair sweeping up the rug, I ran into a racy dick whose name was Tracy and wound up in the jug. With his snap-brim Kelly and his square-cut jaw, he was quite the handsomest of men. Yeah, but we haven't bumped anybody off in hours. Let's rub Snowflake out. Oh, no, no, you mustn't. You mustn't. I'm too young to be fractured. They're never too young. Where's my Tommy gun? I'm glad you asked that flat top, because while Gertie was singing, I disarmed you all. Now, reach for the sky, you rats. Again, reach for the sky. Every two minutes, it's calisthenics. <laughs> what a triumph this is. Single-handed Tracy has rounded up four public enemies. No other dick can make this statement. Hooray! <laughs> Hooray! May I be the first to congratulate you. Hooray! What am I cheering about? I'm headed for the electrical harakari. I'll say you are, all of you. Quit taking bows, you ham cop. If I had my gun back, I'd fill you so full of holes you'd have to go on the air for Swiss cheese. Mark, here comes a horse. Yes, and look who's on it. My lover, Vitamin Flint Heart Test, True Heart, the Summer Sisters, and old Josh Hooper. <laughs> this has got to be the finale. Yes, on with the wedding. On with the wedding. Let's all get married. Everybody pick a bride. Only one to a customer. Yeah, every place you go, rationing. <laughs> moves forward as the curtain rises and falls to take their bow. Bob Hope as Slatkow. 
needn't say you love me for I'm pretty sure you don't But tell me that you like me And there's nothing that I won't Be glad to do That's honestly and true I'll go along for you I'll do a wrong for you Because I'm awfully strong for you The Andrews Sisters as the Summer Sisters The mole. Oh, my girl said, yes, you see, pretty soon we will be three. Oh, 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 my bride and my nose and me. Cash Bailey as Gravel Dirty. Judy Garland as Snowflake. Meet me in the barroom, Snowflake. Come, my maiden fair. We'll read lives from Shakespeare, Flintheart, any place but there. We'll have a scotch and soda. And I'll meet you at the coda. But I won't meet you in the barroom, Flint Heart. Yet she doesn't dare. Oh, she won't meet him in the barroom, people. Yet she doesn't dare. But I love you dearly, Flint Heart. This to you, I swear. Yet Shakespeare must be mastered. Yes, but not while you are plastered. Dinah Shore as Tess Trueheart and Bing Crosby as Dick Tracy. Whose dream are you? Where is your cloud? Where are your wings? 
Why is my heart hearing things like the sigh of a moonbeam? the detective radio drama series based on the newspaper comic strip by Chester Gould first aired in 1934 for the NBC Radio New England region. On February 4, 1935, it was picked up by CBS Radio, airing in 15-minute episodes four times a week. Returning the next season, it aired on Mutual Broadcasting System starting September 30, 1935, and later becoming a half-hour-long primetime radio serial, airing at 5 p.m. When the USA got involved in the Second World War, the show was temporarily canceled. ABC Blue Network picked it up again starting March 15, 1943, and broadcast it on Saturdays. 
Around this time, it was sponsored by Tootsie Rolls, so the musical theme was changed to Toot Toot Tootsie. The beginning of the May 1st, 1945 episode, The Case of the Empty Safe, was interrupted on the Blue Network for a special news flash relating that Adolf Hitler had, quote, died of a stroke, unquote. Hitler had committed suicide the day before and not died of a stroke, but copies of this episode, complete with a mistaken news flash, still exist today. On July 8, 1945, during a New York newspaper deliverer's strike, New York Mayor Fiorello H. LaGuardia read a complete Dick Tracy strip over the radio. This event is the opening moment of the Broadway musical Fiorello. Theaters across the country need your support now, more than ever. We hope you'll consider a donation to Porchlight Music Theater today. Just go to porchlightmusictheater.org. Until next time on Classic Musicals from the Golden Age of Radio, I'm Michael Weber. <laughs>